when <laughs> is when is Captain Marvel being released in the UK? Uh, apparently the eighth of March, but um, <laughs> so it might be, it might have a might have a sooner one. Um, this is a great game. Um, and what, so what what did you find out about Paige? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> I keep like this be the new podcast. I've literally I I constantly log out and onto my own Google, but my for some reason my Safari keeps. Every time I go onto it, knocking me back onto Michael's. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Speaking of knocking back onto Michael's, should we podcast? Oh, yes. What a lovely, <laughs> what a lovely mental image. Welcome to episode thirty-two of Fruck Unwrapped, where we give you a little bit of everything. And you're always welcome to come back up for more. I'm Nathan Peterson, and with me are a couple of dipheads. First, we have a man who loves a buffet, but hates crudités. He's got nothing against raw vegetables. It's just that people won't let him swap his hummus for gravy. It's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> oh, northern stereotypes. A- yeah. A.K.A. racism. What's Basically. What, what's that thing called where, um, where northerners. Pe- people, northerners come down south and take over a town? Is it Holly, polygog? Holly, polygog, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. References. References to things that we talked about before we started recording. In, in jokes. Private jokes, if you will. This yeah, is almost dead, well. almost dead air, really, isn't it? I know we're talking, but... But it means nothing <laughs> to, the... to anyone, yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Stuart? I'm all right, mate. I'm, um, I've, I've got a bit of a cold, but I'm sure I'll be over it in the new year. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope that it's not one of yeah. the ones that lingers for many, many weeks. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Yeah. And secondly, is a man who has been thrown out of every party he has attended. You'd think by now he would understand what finger food meant. It's Michael Jameson. Oh. Oh, I think that's unfair, Nate. Those uh, those claims are unfounded. Uh, well, it doesn't mean they're not true. <laughs> no, they're, un- they're, un- they're unfounded. <laughs> unfounded. I can assure you. Uh, my fingers are not that small. How are you doing, Michael? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, cruel, cruel sort of uh, implications aside. Well, that you finger food. Yeah, it's just a bit rude. Like, so, like suggest I already don't get invited to many parties, and suggesting I get thrown out of all of them sort of brings down my overall time per party ratio, doesn't it? So. <laughs> Your time per party. Yeah, have, you got a, have you got a spreadsheet for that? Look, mate, I've got a Google sheet, but let's not. Can we not? <laughs> um, no guest tonight. It's the it's the OG three for once. This is almost. This is our penultimate show of the year, boys. It's been a hell of a year. Wow. Yep. Yeah. One more. The the Christmas crackers episode that we've been advertising Ooh. for a few weeks. Um, just a just another reminder. If you have not yet submitted a question, which almost all of you have not. Please do so to fruckcast at gmail.com and uh, it will definitely be read out, but we will be putting something on social media in the coming days. Right, shall we do a bit of news? Correct. Correct. Does anybody have news then? Absolutely not. No, I do actually. Go on then. My turn. Uh, 
McVitie's, producers of popular biscuits and snacks, have announced a new addition to their Nibbles range, and it's in fact the first cake version. Uh, they're releasing Jaffa Cakes Nibbles. So it'll be a, a zesty orange centre and light sponge coated in a delicious milk and dark chocolate. Uh, I'm all over that. That sounds that sounds delightful. Yeah, that like, yeah, sounds great, doesn't it? I think people are going to go mad for these. Mm. Um, mm. Except the Americans, because apparently all Americans hate Jaffa Cakes, we found out earlier this year. No, last year, sorry. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I did see, when I saw the um, post that you put up on Fructogram, go and follow us now, um, I was wondering whether it was cakey or whether it was biscuity, but, you know, they were just throwing the Jaffa Cake name on it. But um, So it's definitely going to be yeah, definitely going to be sponge, is it? Yeah, I, I perhaps foolishly assumed it would be biscuit myself as well, but I, I read the thing, and yeah, it's actually a sponge, which is uh, brilliant news, because I can imagine them being just... I, I mean, I, I challenge anyone to get through that bag without consuming the entire thing. To get through it without consuming it? Yeah, all right, come on. <laughs> Realise what I said when I finished saying it. So, uh, Stuart, are you a fan of Jeff Cakes? Uh, I, I, do you know what I like Jaffa cakes, but I, it's not they're not something I ever have. But I'm mm. always I'm always happy to be offered a Jaffa cake. <laughs> I could eat I reckon I could eat quite a lot of Jaffa cakes. They're very, very light. Uh, I recently was started listening to a new podcast, and somebody said that there was a record of something like I can't remember what it was like. It was it was like. Eating a hundred Jaffa cakes in an hour or something like that—that's like the world record, and it sounds like uh, really achievable. Like that's basically like yeah, ten packets of of Jaffa cakes. You'd you'd be vomiting after it, wouldn't you? But it sounds oh. doable. Yeah, the, the, what all I'm talking about is the quantity of it sounds yeah. very doable. But the I'm sure the reality is that amount of sugar and that amount of sponge and orange gelatin mm. um, would probably not how many Jaffa cakes in a packet 10 it must be something about that yeah so, I don't know if it's exactly 10 I mean I imagine I could get that first packet of Jaffa cakes down in about 2 minutes and then each mm. each each packet thereafter would probably double in time mm. so it might it, it would get tricky it would no, I, yeah. I think one box is so just so easy to get through you it's not even an issue but what's this <laughs> 10 packs yeah 100 jaffa cakes we're guessing 10 boxes yeah it's, it's, hard, it's hard to get through a box without finishing all of them <laughs> it is <laughs> i think you'd you'd, you'd start hitting a, a citrus wall at around 30 mark i think you reckon it's a citrus wall that'd be the problem <laughs> The, yeah, the gel, yeah. jelly, yeah, the gel, not not the amount of sugar yeah. rush. <laughs> well, think think of the sponge. Think of the sponge. Just think of the sponge. <laughs> <laughs> Will you please, somebody please think of the sponge? Nice, Stuart, nice we really got to start. We we can we do right? Okay, project for 2019, and this is. I love how I'm just throwing this out there because it would mainly be Stuart's task. Uh, Food review UK album. <laughs> Ten songs based on phrases said, and I want one of them to be "Think of the Sponge." Think of the Sponge. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not um, happening. Speaking <laughs> of that, we are only are we only days away from the de- the full debut of Umbakabai. Believe that's true. Well, apart from the fact that it was kind of sneakily debuted off piste on another yeah. of Michael's channels. 
It was teased. Yeah. A, a mere few seconds of it was teased yeah. elsewhere. No, the entire video was teased else was shared was shared elsewhere. When Michael asked me to create a piece of music for Food Review UK, which he then <laughs> selfishly aired in the middle of one of his yeah. other videos on his other channels. But you know what's funny about that? I, what? Yeah, I forgot I did that, and I just assumed it would come out after the video. I totally forgot about that. I mean, it's, I was it has ruin, to... it's ruined it. No, I'm not sure it has. I've, I think you find it has. <laughs> That wasn't the whole yeah. video. It was. was. It? Yeah, it was the whole video. Yeah, I seem What's to remember it? it might have been the whole one, actually. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But the good news is it was on Life of Michael Jameson, and that <laughs> is not, not a very popular one. So. <laughs> I don't know why we're saying this. It's very, it's very popular because it's very, very good, and lo- everyone... More people subscribe to it than Frock, actually. I don't know why we don't have a podcast with <laughs> the Life think... of Michael Jameson unwrapped. So. I, don't, oh. I don't think... I don't think that is actually true, is it, Michael? The mind of Michael Jameson unwrapped. Oh, Christ. <laughs> you missed out the word of is. Michael Jameson oh. 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 Let's move on to another news item. Have you got anything to do at all? I have, uh... I have yeah. Uh, beer news, unsurprisingly. Um, so, there's been some beer news this week. A very, very good beer that's brewed once a year. A brewery called Buxton Brewery, who, rather unsurprisingly, are from Buxton, who... Did a collaboration beer, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, with a brewery, a Scandinavian brewery called Omnipolo, uh, as part of something called the Rainbow Project, where brewers are invited. Sorry. Brewers are invited to collaborate on beers that are inspired by a colour. And Buxton and Omnipolo, Omnipolo were given the colour yellow and brewed a beer, which is a peanut butter cookie imperial stout. Um, it, it's delicious. It's called Yellow Belly. It's, it often gets in the news or gets a lot of press because yes. it has a an anti-racism uh, slogan printed on the bottle, but the bottle itself... Is sorry. Is wrapped in a a white paper cowl, which makes it look like a KKK member. So it's quite it's quite um, arousing. That's not the word I mean, but yeah, (laughs) arousing. We'll go with it. Um, And they are having to stop brewing it. So the the currently. I think they've either just released or are just about to release the last ever incarnation of it because Bateman's Brewery who were from that down south area down your end have a beer called Yellow Belly spelt differently completely different beer but they have basically issued a cease and desist and um, it's been upheld so Buxton and Omnipolo's fantastic beer Yellow Belly um, is going to be going stop being brewed so that Bateman's crappy bog standard cask twig water yellow belly can uh, continue to be brewed um disgusting amazing well, beer being stopped by pathetic beer have Buxton not watched uh, Making a Murderer season 2 they just need to to do a counter claim uh, in using some kind of uh reenactment by purchasing a purchasing a replica car <laughs> swinging a hammer covered in blood it's covered in pig, pig's blood around by a by a, a woman of indeterminate age 
because she's had so <laughs> much she's had so much plastic surgery that it's now impossible to tell whether she's fifty or one hundred and ninety three. But but he's yeah, still well, no. but he's still quite attractive either way. You said it, mate, not me. Well, you were thinking it though, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say it. <laughs> um, Michael, what do you think what? about that? We, we obviously... <laughs> Watching well, again. I, I was I was going to tag you. Would I? I was... <laughs> <laughs> um, what you what do you think there about the case of the uh, of the the name being? Uh, uh, Yellow Belly being sort of cease and desist because of their name. This is playing into a story that we've recently discussed, where you basically were on the side of Monster Energy. Oh yeah. Sorry, wow. sorry, sorry to just backtrack a minute. I, I do need to point out that the woman who I was saying I feel attractive is is Stephen Avery's mother. I just need to make sure <laughs> everyone understands that. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I just obviously need to clarify as well. Uh, I yelled out the word gay a few times then as well. That was just sort of like satire because it was like about the rainbow and whatnot. I actually love the rainbow. I uh, don't have a problem with gay people. I think it's absolutely fantastic to be who you are. Be yourself. Everyone should love everyone. Hashtag equality for all. Hashtag me too. Um, but no. Also, also, I should point out that um, Stuart used the word arousing when discussing the um, the the KKK clothed um, beer and I, I, w- I don't wish to put too many words in his mouth but I, I assume that he didn't actually physically mean that he was aroused by the KKK um, but you know especially as he's wearing um, what appears to be a David Starr wrestling shirt Correct, yeah. Um, which oh that isn't the, the, the star of David though weirdly I thought the other one was but um well, no, it's, it's the David Star logo, which is like a parody of the Star of David, but is in fact his initials. Right. And it's pink. Okay. Yes. Yes. It yes. is pink. Yeah. Inclusive. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, there was this recent case, wasn't there? Of, um, so basically, this, as I understand it, this little kid, about four, <laughs> I think, he's built an oven in the, as like a perfect replica of the Monster Energy logo, and he's putting pizzas on it or something. Uh, hang on, I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's putting pizzas on top of this thing, hoping they're going to cook or something. I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, Monster Energy. Uh, as I read it, Monster Energy went up to them. They were like, um, "Yeah, this is cool. We appreciate like your like doing your own projects and whatnot, and we think it's really cool. Just what is it for?" And apparently, this little kid was really rude to them. Told them to fuck off and whatnot. Um, <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, okay." Um, appreciate appreciate that, but like, if it was for a good cause, like maybe you had like an innocent pizza business or something like that, then we'd probably let you ha- keep it. But because uh, you were rude to us and you're just doing weird things with our logo, we're going to try and shut you down. Uh, that's as I understand it anyway. And I think it's called Monster M A N S T A H Pizza. It's in the Buckinghamshire area. Um, it's like a good cause or something. I don't know. Brilliant. So, if there are any listeners out there who actually want to know what really happened, please check out Monster Energy versus Monster M O N S T A Pizza and find out the truth. It's a very um, sad state of affairs for this world. Anyway, let's moving on. Move on for that. Um, I do have one minor news um, item, which is that um, this will be particular 
um, particularly arousing for Stuart. Um, now, Stuart, do you ever go to Nando's? Never been, never been to Nando. Would them selling a gravy get you in the door? Do you want me to say yes, or do you want me to tell the truth? I'd like you to say yes. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I thought it might be. Um, yeah, they, throughout December, they are selling a uh, chicken and herb gravy uh, for one pound twenty-five a jug to go with your chips. So, wow. gravy, gravy and chips, cheeky Nando time. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Gravy and hashtag gravy and chips, cheeky Nando time. <laughs> Track, track number two on the Food UK album. Um, my wife had her first Nando the other day. She <laughs> Nando's said, is. Nando's is. She said it was okay, but overpriced. Yeah. Um, obviously, she didn't have chicken. I believe she had some kind of mushroom. Mushroom and halloumi wrap? Uh, I think it was a burger. Burger, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she said it was okay. She said the with some maybe some peri fries or something. Yep. Yeah. She said it was okay but overpriced. I just don't see the point in paying for chicken when I can make chicken. Oh. That's some of us can't make chicken. Chicken's so easy to cook though, isn't it? It is, but I prefer to pay people to bring it to me. I've got sort of a, a an ego like that where I just feel <laughs> like I need to pay people to do things for me. Brilliant. L- Laura is essentially staff. <laughs> she's not my wife. She's not my wife. She's literally paid to to, to to be around my every whim. Brilliant. I'll I'll make sure I put that on her Facebook wall as well when I'm telling her about her Christmas lights. Please do. <laughs> Please do. Um, any more news, or we uh, should we move on? Let's move on. I'm still trying to think of the word that I meant that when I went when I went when I said aroused. Um. <sighs> it, you're you're suggesting it elicits like, a reaction. Like provocative. I suppose yeah. provocative. Instinctive, yeah, yeah. provoked, outrageous. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going for. Provocative, I think, rather than arousal. Yeah. Arousing. Not what you, yeah, you did say arousing. I did. Yeah. I, say, arousing. I did say we'll arousing. Take your first, we'll have to take your first answer. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I find the KKK arousing. All right, you've caught me out. Well, <laughs> finally, that's what this whole podcast has been for. It's been an eighteen-month sting <laughs> to get you to finally announce that you're a KKK enthusiast. I've actually um, got a KKK anecdote. Oh, uh, it, is it an anecdote? Yeah, yeah. It's actually you. You guys would actually be proud of me. It's actually an anecdote. I know exactly the one you're already going to tell me. Correct. So I once dressed as Moon Knight. Um, if you don't know who he is, he's a popular. Well, he's a Marvel character. <laughs> uh, dresses up in like white. Um, he's he's actually really cool. It's like he's got like um, schizophrenia or something like that. And it, yeah, he's just a, it's just a cool character and it's good. Uh, anyway, Let's... went to a gay bar dressed as Moon Knight, who, who like I say, wears this white um, <coughs> costume, including white hood. And uh, as I was approaching, walking into the gay bar, uh, is, it, a black... on, is it important that it is a gay bar? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, a black bouncer. Is it important? Is the, is the race of the bouncer important? Sort of. Okay. He stopped because actually it would be very racist if he wasn't. Um, he stopped. Oh, yeah, because only white people can be racist. <laughs> no, joking. Um, this black bouncer 
<laughs> stopped me and he, he went, what are you supposed to do? And I was like, oh, Moon Knight or whatever. <laughs> and he stopped me, grabbed my hood and pulled it up into a point and then he took a photo of me and said, yeah, go on in then. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. It had an ending at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe it's just the way you tell him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I read a bit of the Bible the other day. That was boring. Sorry? What? I didn't... I literally flicked to a random page. It was towards the end. And it was literally talking about the queen of prostitutes. Right. I'm not making this up. This is true. Isn't it weird how a Bible's in every hotel? Right. All right, carry on. Right? I don't, I don't really know what's happening here. I don't really know what that relevance has to anything. Although I will admit it is weird that there's a Bible in every hotel, or at least the ones I've been in. I can't vouch for every hotel. Is it not? Did the Gideons do the hotel Bibles? I think it is the Gideons, isn't it? The gold... They used to. I don't know if they still do, but I know they used to. Yeah. yeah. I may be trying You've got loads of them. Yeah, <laughs> do, do, do yeah. Four, four car boot sales a year just selling Bibles. <laughs> just rip out the last twenty pages; they'll never know how oh, it ends. There was a Scientology. There was a Scientology stall in Manchester City Centre on Saturday when I was there. Just oh, ne- ne- next to the Christmas market, selling the um, selling the uh, Elrond books. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Genuinely, genuinely, never seen anything Scientology in this country. As for the oh. world, certainly not as openly Scientology. Just anyway, they had a machine out on the stall. You know, one of the the what's <gasps> it? The, 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 I believe, there is a Scientology testing place in Manchester as well. And basically, they're they're just a low, um, they're just a cheapened version of those uh, things that you get in the arcade that tells you how passionate you are, aren't they? <laughs> Hot lips. I believe. Well, I think that that was one of the things. That was one of the options on the Scientology stall. There was there was there was operating Thetan level two, and then above that it was hot stuff, and then above that it was sexy stud. Great references. I'm fascinated with Scientology. Just to go on a tangent, oh. it is an absolutely just bizarre thing this world has. Yeah, it's so strange. I was watching a video this week about Scientology. Actually, it was about you know Neopets. Uh, Neopets soon after their uh, conception were basically bought out by Scientologists, and Scientologists owned Neopets for like five years. Uh, it's a really, really good video from a really good channel called People Make Games. It's all about the people, the human beings, and the human beings' stories behind making video games. A really lovely channel, very, very fascinating. I'd say even for people who aren't into games, uh, give it a look. It's a really nice channel. Oh, wow. So I, I, I wasn't familiar with Neopets. So Neopets has been around for 19 years and still appears to be a going concern. Sort of. Crazy. Is, this, is the Scientologist reason it's uh, a concern? No, they sold it back in like 2006 or something. Well, t- yeah, Viacom bought it in 2005. Viacom. Viacom. Not going to do. Didn't even vi- know they were still around. You're not going to do a Viacom impression, MJ. Viacom. Wow, he went for the sound effects and everything. Wow. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd never heard of Neopets, but uh, that, that was your um, that was your bi-weekly Scientology um, update. <laughs> <laughs> on, 
On to Quivia. <coughs> wow. Oh, God, we're doing the Frook and Rat podcast, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Not, just, not just ladding on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Not the life of Michael Jameson unwrapped. The mind of Michael Jameson unfurled. Oh, you wouldn't know this, Stuart, because I, I, apparently I didn't tell... Oh, no, you did hear the other... Oh, no, this was after the show. I'm going on so many tangents. So I'm going to be uh, potentially on Food Unwrapped on Channel 4. How come? Uh, the Man V Fat Football thing that I do. Oh, wow. They, uh, they came down, not this week, last week, and Jimmy Doherty was there. Oh, yeah. And he was interviewing a couple of guys that have lost weight and everything, and I'm going to be in the background and potentially shots of me playing football. And have you in some way sabotaged it? Uh, well, there is, I was telling Michael, there is possibility that when I sort of walked out onto the uh, pitch just for like the warm-up before the game and everything... I sort of realised that I was in the background of them filming, and so I thought, "Shit, I shouldn't be here. I'm ruining their their shot." So I sort of, sort of half turned around to sort of go back the other way, but then realised how stupid I was looking. So then turned around again, and so yeah, potentially in the back of somebody getting interviewed, there's going to be me just walking Woody Allen left. in Woody Allen in around in the background, like some basically, kind of, yeah, yeah, great, yeah. So, so that that could be amusing if I'm in that. Yeah, ne- 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 I'm neurotic my- neurotic man fails to adequately warm up for five side football match. <laughs> it just looks like that's that is my warm up just by walking the same five yards left and right. It's got to start somewhere, aren't <laughs> you? But yeah, so I will um, be appearing on Frock Unwrapped and Food Unwrapped. Wow, wow! You're probably wow. the first person in history to have done that. <laughs> probably. Probably. I mean, I don't even know what Food Unwrapped is. It's a Channel Four, B- uh, Channel Four BBC show. It's a Channel Four show, <laughs> starring uh, starring that Jimmy Pigman, is it? Jimmy Pigman and a couple of others, and uh, yeah, it's all about food and shit. Sounds sounds rubbish. Who'd want to Who'd want to watch a TV program just about food and stuff? <laughs> well, not TV program, but maybe internet um, videos and listening to them talk about in your ear podcast type things no, i can't imagine it but not tv because we turned that down didn't we michael uh watch your space okay okay watching watch channel five next year <laughs> As if. okay okay oh. i mean the guy can't even get a fucking mars cake from somebody let alone a tv girl but if if anyone wanted to put Food Review UK on the TV, as if uh, Nathan Peterson wouldn't know about it. I can't read it because it's blurry. All I can see wow. that's from that's an email from your sister. You're showing us an email from your sister. <laughs> right, I mean you're still just holding your phone up to us. It's, okay. it, it means nothing to me. Okay. Well, I miss you. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, after all of oh, that massive God. tangent. Hi, Michael. It's great to meet you. I think we can have Emma. It's your sister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my sister and I converse <laughs> to each other by saying, it's great speaking to you. Q-Livia. <laughs> uh, um, right, I've got a brand new game for you boys. Brand Sweet. new game. Sweet. This I'm... is a trial. This is a trial run for the um, 
the, the next Quivio special, whenever that may be. Wonderful. Which will not feature Michael Jameson, no matter how much he cries. Uh, I'm really not happy with that. How come you no. two both get to be in it? Well, I'm the host. Yeah, I'm a host. You can do it then, mate, if you want to plan a whole fucking hour worth of game show. All right. <laughs> It'll be the same question, <laughs> but... Brilliant. Do you like me? It'll be it'll be an hour long. An hour long, right, you've ordered a whopper, a fries, <laughs> a chicken McNugget. Question two. What's it called when a bunch of northerners invade a southern <laughs> Again in jokes. Right, this is a game called Alphabetti Spaghetti. Ooh. Basically, basically, tonight's subject is about um, buffet food, party food, call it what you will. Um, what I've done is I've got a list of 10, but we won't do all 10 because that would be horrendously long. I've got a list of 10 uh, types of, you know, your bog standard food items that you expect to see on a buffet table. What I've done, though, I've been a cheeky little bastard and I've mixed up all the letters. Oh. And I'm going to ask you to tell me what it is, but I'm going to do it one letter at a time. The quicker you can get it, the more points you get. Oh, mate, I like this idea. Right. Um, you're going to get different words, though. So I will be asking you for numbers so you can get different words. I will tell you that they range from five letters to 12 letters. Jesus. And it and it's a point for each uh, letter that you get that you didn't have. Question. You know what I'm saying. Question. Yeah. yeah. Are they all one-word answers? Uh, there are... I will not tell you when I give you the question, but there are in here two that are two-word answers. Okay. Yes. But I will tell you how many points. Uh, I will tell you how many points going into the question. Excellent. You are you are playing. Excellent. So I will start with Michael first. Can you give me a number between one and ten? We'll be doing three each, by the way. Three, please. Number three. Okay, ready. There are eight points on offer for you. First letter, W. You only get one guess, by the way. So if you want to wait, wait. A. <laughs> no, no, and type. these are not in the these are not in the right order. That's yep. It's an anagram, kind of. Did you tell him how many points he had? Eight. Yep. So W A L L O. Marshmallow. How many marshmallows do you see on a buffet table? And also, it's got more than eight letters. So that's no points for Michael on that one. Uh, Stuart, <laughs> please. One one to ten, except for three. Okay, let's go for number one. Number one. Six points. Yep. C. Uh, 
Ja. H. Ja. Jock. E. Q. Kish. Oh, yeah. Give give him the easy one. He chose number one. Yeah, but how do, show me it written down. All right, I'll take a photo of it right now. Uh, no, you don't have to do that. I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Stuart Bullock with three points there. Correct. Michael Jameson. That's right. Uh, one to ten, not one or three. So two, wow. two, two to ten. <laughs> one. Two. <laughs> two. I can't Ooh. even get that right. You want to go two? Yeah, that's right. 12 points on offer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. S. Yeah, that's right. S. Oh, dear. Hitler. G. Yeah. E. I think I might know what it is. U. Sausage roll. I will accept. Will you? It was it was sausage rolls. I mean, we're accepting wrong answers, are we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant okay. if you didn't accept that. It'd sort of be funnier <laughs> if you didn't. <laughs> I'm tempted not to. Um, Stuart, how many points do I get? Uh, eight. Decent. Num- n- number five, please. Number five, ten. So you can get straight back okay. in this, mate. Okay, mm. let's go. <laughs> Stuart, you should guess straight away as soon as you hear the first letter. I have confidence in you, man. Right, I will do. <laughs> Just for that, I'll give you one free guess. Volavant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even give you a letter. Uh, right, first letter. E. What, E? E. Volavants. How's Volavance just made me spill water over myself? <laughs> Twice in a row, it's falling down my beard. Technically, that's the same guest, so you can carry on. Oh, is, is it not then? Is it not Volavance? It's not Volavance. Oh, do you know what? I'd already written down on my pad Volavance and counted how many letters, and as soon as you said 10, I went, this is it, it's Volavance. <laughs> uh, sorry, H. what was my letter? So, E. Yeah. Yeah. H. Yeah. A. S. Did you say H? Yeah. I I didn't know you were a H'er. <laughs> I thought you knew the alphabet. Mm. I do not know how to pronounce the letter H. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting, S. isn't it? Uh, w. D. D. Mm-hmm. N. Stop. I'm going to have to have a guess, aren't I? Because I've had eight letters. Um, You've got one left. I've got one left? Yeah. I've only had eight. There's ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You've had nine. Have E H A S I S W D N. Yeah, that's. H. Oh, yeah, that's nine. Oh, God. Um. I, I, feel, I mean, I've got, I've got here, Y das H N. Um, it's not that. I'm gonna oh, forget mate, more. Le- I'm gonna forget more letters. 
Oh, you said stop. Oh, no, hang on. No, no. S-A-N-D-W-I-C. Sandwiches. Oh, what an idiot. For two points. Drag that out, isn't it? Silly. Silly. Michael Jameson, your final pick, please. You've basically got six to ten or number four. Number four, please. Okie dokie, this is eight points. Oh, oh. That's right, that's right. You are an idiot. I can't say H. Yeah, that's correct. E. By gum. T. C. Pause. Um... Continue. S. R. Uh, right, pause. Uh, U-I-E-T-C-S-R. Sriracha. Yeah, I should be able to get it from that, but I can't. Crass, Cray, Crooch, Chris, uh, carry on. One more? Yeah, one more. D, that's your final one. Okay. I'm just going to type out Descritu. So something close to that. Descritu. Oh, I've knit cord. Cordy. Cord. Cord. James Corden. Okay, I'm gonna give me fifteen seconds and then I have my cut off. Cord um, Cordelia. What was she called from Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Charisma Carpenter's character. Yeah, Cordelia Chase. Lola. Yeah. She was. She was a mighty attractive woman. Still is. Not. Not a patch on Eliza Dushku. No, that is true. But as Eliza Dushku, has Eliza Dushku starred in her very own? Fifty Shades of Grey rip-off softcore pornography film. What? Oh, sorry, yeah. Charisma Carpenter has? Yes. Right. And you've watched I this, think... have you? I've watched some of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's going to... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she put the steak? Oh. I find it funny too. Oh. Um, uh, I think the answer is very obvious, but I don't know it. Um, so I think okay. I'm going to kick kick myself, but I'm going to say scratted you. <laughs> wow, you pulled that out of nowhere. Uh, the answer is crudite. <coughs> oh, for God's sake. Right. You foolish man. Your final question. You've got six to ten to pick from. The current score is eight to MJ, five to you, four and above you win, three you draw. Still haven't got a tiebreaker. Really should do something about that. Sorry, crotted you. What even is that? Crudite. Yeah, what even is that? You you probably pronounce it crudites, Michael. You know crudites. Well, I pretty much got that written down, sort of. Screw to jail. It's in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really stupid. No one has that. Stuart. Uh, DF, por favor. Uh, ten. See. Si. 
Is that what you asked for? Si. Stuart, did you get my one? Yeah. Right. Okay, so, last well, I'm one. Not, I'm not 80 nope. like you guys, so of course I'm not going not gonna to know this stupid fucking 1950s meal. <laughs> what? What, chopped up vegetables? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one knows what a fucking knife is these days. Um, Stuart. Yo. Ten points on offer here. Correct. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. I. Yeah. I. Yeah. Z. Wait. Pizza bites. I don't know whether to give this pizza to slice. You. Pizza slice. I said no. I said pizza <laughs> slice. Fuck that. Still not what I have down here. I'm afraid, which is mini pizzas. Pizza bites. I said pizza bites. That's the same thing. That's what we call. <laughs> that's what we call them in the north. <laughs> oh, you can't play the northern card, my friends. <laughs> pizza bite. I'm I'm afraid I I I I I'm willing to bend for sausage roll and sausage rolls yeah. because it's this it's you know it's one letter off. But... It's, it's wrong. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do it, my friend. It was it was a, it was a valiant effort. Slightly unfair. Well, Bothered. possibly. Bothered. Possibly, but for once, MJ, you benefit from the slightly unfair quivia yeah. host. So yeah, oh, no, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Technicality. Yeah, I, thought, I thought you might be. Um, yeah, MJ wins eight points to five. Although Stuart may be due more points just because he's a top lad. But and also moral victory goes to me for. Yeah, but it's nice to know. But also, you're not fighting it. You know, if this was MJ, we'd hear three weeks of him bitching um, about how he was screwed out of it. Actually, I just stuck up for Stuart because I thought he should have got mini pizza, like whatever he said. Yeah, correct. Uh, all right then. Um, so I'll, I'll take that then. So eight points to Stuart. Thank you. Um, so that's, I'll take it all back. Stuart Bullock wins with thirteen points to MJ's eight. Thank you. There we go, Michael. Very, very kind of you. Two thousand nineteen, um, the year of the ball. It's not nineteen yet. Two thousand eighteen, um, yeah. the year of the ball. <laughs> oh, it's confu- it's, oh, I'm confused. Oh, it's confusing. It was two thousand nineteen two days ago, but today it's not. I don't know how that works. <laughs> You're listening to Frock Unwrapped. Please support us on Patreon so we can continue to make amazing content, including a recent video where we reviewed a £6 tub of ice cream. Six quid! Six quid! Has he lost the plot? And our recent £30 room service breakfast. This, this guy's a fucking idiot! Right then, let's get into the discussion. Um, How are you not embarrassing like this when Mr. Chode's on the podcast? <laughs> I, I won't be. I won't be. I'll, I'll, as long as my internet sticks up, we'll be fine. Um, if I disappear, that'll be that'll be weird. Um, Posh season is about to get full swing, swing on. If anything, Mr. Chode reference. Um, thought it'd be a good time to talk. Uh, turn our mind to party food and buffet food. So let's start this off. What, in your opinion, boys? What in your opinion? What are the staples of a good buffet? Table? What What do you think are the absolute have to haves? Not necessarily what do you prefer, but what do you think if you get up and you go, oh, "That's a bit weird." That's not there. 
What's, mm. what's, what's, what's your absolute have to be's theirs? Sausage rolls. Yeah. You expect, yeah. you expect to see sausage rolls. I also expect to see uh, small pork pies cut in half. <laughs> cut in half, of course. That, yeah. that makes them somehow better. Yeah. Really? Um, That's interesting. What, the chopping in half of the small pork pie? I wouldn't necessarily expect to see a pork pie. Maybe that might be a north-south thing. I would, I would say I don't see it all the time, but I do see it enough that I would consider it a, you know, uh-huh. certainly, certainly on the fringes. Yeah, of, of being an absolute, uh, an absolute must. Obviously, the aforementioned crudites. Yeah, uh, they they fill a, they fill a space, don't they? Oh yeah. Uh, Does anyone really want them there, or is it just a case of oh, we've got a spot of tablecloth that's showing? Let's put some cucumber down. They're good for kids. What is that? Is that going to be accompanied by a dip, is it? Yeah. Yeah, a dip in sales. Oh, sorry, what? Sales of what? Buffets. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to buy a buffet, please. <laughs> nah, yeah. To be fair, you usually do silly them with one of... You, you'd see one of those quad dips next to it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Your, pink... your, garlic, your garlic and herb... Your uh, Thousand Island pink dip, cheese and herb, orange dip, white dip, <laughs> white dip with green bits, white dip with lumps. Oh, sour yeah. cream and chives. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, green, orange, white, white. Yeah, yeah, correct. Green. What a, com- what a combination. Green in one of those. Would you usually get the um, the, the chives? No, the the guac. The guac. I'm assuming he's he's referring to the guacamole. Yeah, no, I, I think... think so. I don't dip so. No, uh, I, I, th- I thought he was assuming uh, or referencing the chives in the sour cream chives. Maybe I mean, we could ask no. him, couldn't we? No, <laughs> no, he'll probably he'll probably he'll probably say something inappropriate or yeah. Uh, yeah. distracting. Yeah. Correct, correct. Um, what else? Sandwiches, obviously, of yeah. varying. Um, yeah. What would you, what what's what's the absolute sort of what sandwiches do we tend to see though? A bit of ham, ham salad? A, a ham sandwich, a cheese yeah. sandwich, a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> probably Tuna. be seeing a cucumber sandwich. Really? Yeah, yeah. On a buffet? I'd probably see that. I'd probably see it there, yeah. Stuart's favourite, egg oh, mayo. God. That's, that's a, a popular attendant. Disgusting. Filth. Uh, the egg's always going to be there, isn't it? So about it. Maybe a smoked salad sandwich? Oh, yeah. On a premium buffet. Yeah, <laughs> well, the ones I'm going to, boy. Depends. Like I've said I've got I've got money to burn, mate. You might often see a different meat. You might see a roast beef, might you? Like a very yeah. a very thinly sliced, poor quality roast beef. Um, you can you can probably tell that I'm not a fan of a buffet sandwich at all. They, <laughs> I I pay very little attention to them. Vile little the one, things. The one thing I find interesting about buffet sandwiches is how quickly they dry out. Oh. Like compared to any, compared to any other food in the world, like it literally just it it rots as you're as you're sort of picking it up. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre piece of food. Mm. Um, yeah, horrible, curly, dry, else? toenail things. Yeah, um, crisps obviously of yeah. some sort, and perhaps another type of of uh, savoury snack. So either Ooh. a tortilla chip. Or uh, breadstick, yeah. Or breadsticks. That's a good shout. Please. Oh, what's going on here? Please allow me to be real. Please allow me to be. <laughs> please allow me to be real for once. 
Look, my wife is creeping into shot, taking some sort of chocolate bar with her. Um, allow me to be real for one second, please. Um, I do not want to see a bowl of crisps of uh, indetermined flavour, undetermined oh. flavour. Uh, what if it's cheese and onion? Correct. Put a fucking label on it, or oh my god, you could even leave the packet just floating around somewhere. <laughs> Just lightly wedge the packet underneath the bowl. For cripe's sake, especially as a as someone who really my pool of a uh, pool of um preferred crisps is quite small. I mean uh, quite honestly, I will never have crisps at a buffet. Because even if you could it could be a situation of Claire picks one one up, eats it. Oh yeah, don't worry, it's ready sorted. How do I know it's not ready sorted mixed in with another flavour? <laughs> Which is I fucking mean, stupid. In how itself. right? How many crisps? Okay, so imagine a, a large bowl, <laughs> a large bowl that's perhaps had one. Uh, assume it needs to have space for two large bags of crisps to have been emptied into it. Or if yeah. it's if it's clearly only got space for one bag, you're probably safe. It needs to have yeah. space for two. How many crisps from that bowl do you need your wife to eat? To, before you would be fairly satisfied that it's just a single flavour. Fifty-one percent. Really, you you would make Depending your wife <laughs> you would make your wife eat fifty-one percent of a bowl of crisps to discern the the flavour. Hypothetical. Yeah, fifty-one percent of crisps that she's paid for fifty percent of. Is she allowed to choose which crisps, or do you have to sort of stand over her and just go that one, <laughs> that one, that one? There. I'm sure there'd be some sort of independent adjudication. <laughs> Did she drag a third person into this nightmare scenario? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'll tell I'm really what... sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a man child, and I can't just eat a fucking crisp without the fear of being, you know, having salt and vinegar. Do you mind um, just watching me and my wife as? She just eats fifty one percent exactly of this uh, bowl of crisps. If only, they could out, they? if only we were all going to be attending some kind of social gathering where there may or may not be a buffet wow. situation coming up. Wow! And a video could be made. This My, is amazing. Michael, this, this wedding's going to be amazing. Michael Jameson forces his wife to eat fifty one percent of a bowl of crisps, <laughs> whilst whilst a group of men stand around braying and filming. Eat the crisps. <laughs> I feel like there's a Bukaki um, oh. reference oh. here. But oh, I'm <laughs> talking about Michael's <laughs> wife. Oh, my God. Christ, good no, job yeah. she's left the room. Yeah, that's too much. That's too far. Um, it's pe- people who put Pringles on a plate. What are you doing? Pringles are already in the perfect vehicle, the tube. <laughs> but you can't take the whole fucking tube with you, can you? No, but like on a buffet, when the person organising the buffet, just leave it on the tube. Oh, it's going to ruin how it all looks, how it's all beige on on white plates. Oh, fuck off with your beige on white. (laughs) And also, also, even if it is in the tube, how do you know that they're all the flavour that the tube says? You have to eat 51% of them as well. At least Pringles are fairly well coloured. Are they? Somewhat. You can tell, like a barbecue Pringle, you can tell, can't you? you? Can tell a barbecue, they're bright orange. You can tell a flame grilled. <laughs> this is the other, this yeah, just, maybe not. This is really segued into the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the crisp identification um, podcast. 
Crisps unwrapped. Okay, so that's that's our that's our staples. Chicken, sure chicken legs. Oh yeah, chicken legs, chicken legs, chicken nuggets maybe. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'd expect a cold sort of breaded chicken situation. Oh, pizza, pizza bites. <laughs> pizza bites, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Pizza bites now, are they? Yeah, pizza um, bites. A tempura prawn these days. They've become oh. very affordable. Yeah. They're, they're problematic, though. Any kind of seafood's problematic on a buffet, yeah. isn't it? I'd go, go on. You're just leaving. You you're only leaving yourself a an ambient life of about an hour, aren't you? The buff. You yeah. you you. Oh, the temp the tempura prawns aren't going to be around for that long. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> be one of the first to go, surely. Not, well, I don't know. I don't know. Some people. Um, some people samosas, don't like seafood. Samosas are getting popular. I mean, if we get once we get onto things that I prefer to find, there are, there are certain characteristics in a food that make a buffet more palatable to me, and a samosa fits fits within the um, the Venn diagram of acceptability for me. Go on. Well, you've got you've got my Venn diagram of buff, of, of buffet acceptability is on one side you've got foods that Stuart likes. And on the other side, you've got foods that you could feasibly find on a buffet, and <laughs> and those two circles converge onto a small area of of, of perhaps twelve foodstuffs in the middle. I like um, I like that we had to explain what a Venn diagram was in this uh, yeah podcast. Informative. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's segue into that. What what away from the, the staples? What what items are you looking for? What items do you love seeing? Um, that maybe are not necessarily always as uh, uh, maybe not as common as, as, as some of the other things. Any hot element to a buffet will pique my interest. I was about to say hot chicken oh. goujons. I'll be I'll be up like the space shuttle Challenger before. Yeah. Was that the one that blew up? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. Um, well, Apollo is quite hot. Apollo eleven. To, a, one, a rocket. I'll be up like a rocket. <laughs> Genericus. Um, yeah, the, the hot, the hot buffet trumps trumps all. Uh, you, you like when you when you hear oh there's hot food or or you find out before there's hot food you, you're like oh, okay we we've got ourselves yeah, it's I can on. actually I can actually eat well yeah. here. What 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 did we have for the evening? Wasn't it hot? Didn't we have things like potato wedges and stuff for your evening buffet? Was that not a hot buffet? Um, I can't remember. It was nice. It was an, it was yeah, good food. It was. I can't um, remember because I was a little little bit drunk. I don't know if I remember eating in the buffet food at yours because you were a little bit drunk. Uh, I was not. No, weren't you? I, well, I was drunk. I was drunk on fun. We- there is a video where I bang into your arm and you nearly tip the plate of buffet, I did of your have buffet food onto you. There was chicken satay skewers. Yes, there were. Oh, yes. I, I, and now I remember where the table was I'm as well. Sure yes. there were, I'm sure there were potato wedges and stuff. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't, I've got one I, can't for the life. I'm going to ask Claire. I can't for the life of me remember if it was hot or not. I've got one, <laughs> gone 180 on this, and I now remember that I loved the buffet at your, at your wedding, actually. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what I had, but I do remember actually thinking that was some good, that was some good buffet food, um, yeah. which we might come on to later. Um, 
Any any other items? Yeah, so for me, it's hot things, and then yeah. things that you might describe as an ethnic snack. So I very much enjoy, for example, some maybe a pakora, a samosa, a bhaji, something something nice tasting with a bit of spice, um, yeah. a breaded a breaded chicken kind of thing. Yeah. Much prefer over a, a chicken drumstick. I'm not getting a chicken drumstick. Um, but yeah, and and if it's got potato wedges on it, I'm I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. I'm uh, loving MJ. it. Yeah, talk to me. He's, te- he's too busy texting his wife, telling her what you said before. All right, I'll yeah. I'll, I'm I'll go on. Um, was our wedding buffet hot? <laughs> it was lit. Um, well, while you wait for the answer, <laughs> um, so, something that I've seen recently at one or two places, uh, halloumi fries. Oh, on a but yeah. Uh, you sorry, Imagine. you've seen halloumi fries on a buffet. Yep, yeah. In one place in particular, uh, admittedly, and I've, I've seen it there two or three times. So it's obviously something they do on the regs. Uh, yeah, and they they go. Oh, you think tempura prawns fucking go quick, mate? You wait till there's big old fucking fat chunks of halloumi out there deep fried. They go like hot cakes or hot wow. halloumi bites. or hot halloumi bites in this in this case. But, yeah, but halloumi bites. Ah, uh, fries. Sorry, <laughs> I've, I've written down. I've written down bites for some reason, but mi- um, yeah, mi- halloumi, halloumi fries. Mini halloumi. <laughs> Mini halloumis. Um, also, sandwiches. No, no, no. Bagels. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. Um, I do enjoy when I see a buffet and they've upgraded the bread to a bagel because bagel is, if not my favourite, one of my favourite breads in the entire world. Uh, that's probably the Jewish person in me. Because I love a bagel. Yep, bagels yep. are great, and and it's not really their fault, but they've got a hole in it. <laughs> Wife uh, has confirmed wedding buffet was hot. Yeah, thought it was. Was it lit? I cannot confirm on the virus nature. Fa- virus. Better virus. Te- better texture again then. What about fibrous? Um. I can't really think of anything else that you haven't mentioned yet. I love seeing like a samosa, um, especially when they're properly like, you can tell that they're like homemade or oh, something rather than being yeah. just, you know, out of someone's freezer, Costco's freezer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any, any of those sort of, those sort of bites. Uh, just the Costco buffets, they're great, aren't they? Don't know. What do you when, mean, Costco buffets? Well, I mean, when, when you know that the host has gone to Costco, you're like, oh, fucking game on. Yeah, but even so, like, I still think we'd prefer something homemade in some in some scenarios. Like I just said, like a samosa, for example. Oh, if you get oh. somebody that's, that's made that oh. fresh. Oh, much. God, yeah. Sorry, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you're talking about just mass-produced stuff, yeah, Costco, king, king, king of the buffet table. Yeah. Um, what about you, Michael? Are there any other any other party foods that you you like seeing? Um, you sometimes see things with sesame seeds on. So sometimes, have you ever seen honey sausages with sesame seeds on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little cocktail sausages coated oh. in honey with sesame seeds on. They're nice. Yes. Um, chicken skewers, chicken anything on a skewer really is very enjoyable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they're easy. I, I, I sort of feel a certain amount of shame, though, because I'm always the one that's got sort of 15 wooden sticks on my plate at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it is like a little sort of badge of shame almost. The good right. thing that I find with a buffet though is it rarely all goes. So you can be the person that goes up five, six, seven times. That again perfectly segues onto my next point. You know, what are our, fee- our feelings on people returning to the uh, buffet table? Because I know some people frown upon it that it's, it should be a one and done. No. Rude to the staff, if anything. Um, I I think the question comes in as you have to leave a big enough gap that everyone who let's say the food comes out, uh, I will I will be one of the first to go up. Absolutely, I will be in that first sort of couple minutes. Um, I'll then sit down, consume it. I will leave a courtesy gap of about probably five to seven minutes before going up again i feel that that gives all of the people who are actually hungry or eager to go up i think it gives them adequate time to go up and and join the queue if they haven't gone up in that time and they still want food frankly they're not as hungry as me or they're not as they're just not as passionate about it so i will be happy to go up in front of them and then maybe use up all of the hot food and it means they don't get any you are a prick what I, I I am often to be found sitting there biding my time because I'm not I'm not standing in a queue. I am not. Yeah, this man is does not stand in queues. I'm <laughs> pe- peasants standing in a line waiting for food. It's like something out of communist Russia in the 1980s. <laughs> I am too I am too good to do that. And if you're getting up for seconds before I've been up to to just have my VIP walkthrough then you are getting Bully's special prize. Great big shoulder to the head. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with that based on everything you've said in the past minute. <laughs> um, just on your point there, Michael, that you're like one of the first up. Do you ever... How do you deal with that scenario when you get to the table? Even though it's been announced, the DJ's shouted out and said, the buffet table's now open. You get up there... Do it in a, do it in a, do it in a DJ the... voice, Nate. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, coffee table is now open. Um, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, retweets, likes, retweets, comments, likes, follows. This isn't any ordinary social media. This is Food Review UK social media. Come find us at facebook.com forward slash Food Review UK, on Twitter at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fuckgram. Oh, and don't forget the main channel, Food for UK on YouTube. Yeah, and how do you feel when you get up there and maybe there's a tray of food that you want and they still haven't taken the fucking cellophane off? Oh. Do you feel um, guilty about being the guy that opens it up, even though you're told you can go for it? I don't explicitly recall that situation. However, I would be absolutely brave enough to take the cellophane off. I'm fine with that. As long, as long as it's very clear that the buffet's open and it's sort of this is all available now. Uh, I'd also like to curtail back to Stuart's point. Um, let's just do the math quickly. Uh, so I'm one of the first to go up. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm always a first. So let's say I'm joining a one to ninety, one minute to ninety second queue. I'm going to be taking approximately one minute to ninety seconds to pick up my food. So that's three minutes. 
Uh, probably taking three to five minutes to eat it, so that's six, plus the five to seven minute courtesy gap that I'll leave. So we are looking anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes uh, that I'm allowing other people to join the queue. And quite frankly, if you're not joining the queue within 15 minutes of the buffet being open, you're clearly not very hungry or inspired by food. You, I mean, you've all you've done there is repeat exactly the same rationale <laughs> that you said before. It almost word, almost word for word, like fifteen minutes. So I did, I did yeah. the phrase fifteen minutes. My previous response still applies. Here's a question for you. <laughs> My it, previous retort applies, what? and I'm happy to go in front of you if you if you speak like that. Oh, oh, just you wait, sunshine. Um, regarding taking the cling film off, right? Um, mm. The uncut dessert does the, the uncut dessert does my head in, like it's bad enough taking oh. that taking the first slice of the, for example, the pavlova or whatever. It always you always feel a bit awkward doing that, but when the gatto is not cut or some, and you're like, I want a piece of that. I want. I'm having some black forest gatto. I'm I'm having oh. that, and I'm pleased that it's untouched. I'm I'm. There's a part of me that's going fantastic. I'm having the first slice. No one has fettled this cake. I am the first man to experience this cake, but I don't want to slice. I don't want to be. I don't want to be slicing that cake. That for me m- makes that makes me feel uncomfortable. Is is that because you've got people queuing behind you, judging how much you're choosing? No, no, it's not even about portion size. It's just about being. I always feel like like maybe you're just overstepping the mark. You're jumping the gun a little bit with it. Um, if they oh, want, if they wanted you to eat the cake, it would be sliced. It creates an unnecessary social barrier. Yeah, it's just it's just a, a level of um, a level of neuroses that it, it, I, that I don't need in my life. I just need ev- everything. Just needs to be simple. If I if if it if there's an opportunity for me to overthink something, I'm going to overthink it. And an uncut cake on a buffet is an opportunity to overthink. The only um, my only problem with like. Um... <coughs> Yeah, a cake or a gatto on the uh, on the table is sometimes they're not labelled, and how do I know that they're not salt and vinegar flavoured? So <laughs> you have to make your uh, wife eat fifty one percent of the cake. Before I know. Um, so what is it? Coming back to the point, what what is an acceptable time for Michael to go up to the table for a second time straw? Or is there one? Are you against a returnee guest? It's um, it's time taken to eat his first plate of buffet. Plus X, where X is time taken for Stuart to retrieve his plate of food, <laughs> which is awkward when you're not at the party. Yeah, he's got to wait for you to come. Correct. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Correct. Um, Self service. No, I no, I don't have a problem. I just I've I've been in many buffet situations where you get to that buffet and the hot food is gone, and sometimes it's not because I've been styling it out, and it's not because I've been hanging around it's because i've been for example <laughs> busy i might what be... the fuck does that mean <laughs> you just say partying mingling not necessarily not necessarily partying or mingling i'm in I'm, business at a buffet I, i'm in the, i've been in the position a number of times where i have been working at events where there have been buffets Oh, and in those circumstances, often you do not have an opportunity to get to, to get to the buffet first, and then you get to the buffet and you'll find that there are no wedges left. It's a no wedge situation that upsets me. The good news is though, wedges are absolutely abysmal food things, and you can live your life without them. Yeah. 
Um, moving on. Correct. This is something that came up uh, many Ooh. weeks ago. Um, food contamination. Oh. And actually, in fact, in fact, Stuart, um, MJ kind of alluded to it with the whole crisp debacle. Um, yeah. Do we find buffet food, party food, just an absolute nightmare for people just just putting dip stuff in dips and then dipping it into other things mm. kids touching things they shouldn't mm. spreading their dirty little fucking germs yep. like how how do we how do we feel about this and that's why i tend to avoid all the things that are i avoid any kind of dips i avoid anything that's a kind of big bowl of something um, you know, I love coleslaw. I'm probably not having coleslaw out of a bowl at a, a buffet. Um, and I tend to go for those things that are hot and they're on a plate with a pair of tongs. A, a lot of a lot of my buffet preferences are are germ avoidance choices. Uh, it's not even I'm not even germophobic. I'm just peopleophobic. I don't. Again, it all comes down. It comes down. A lot of it comes down to ego. I don't want you dirty, filthy peasants touching the things that I am putting in me. Do you tend to then just like pick the food that's at the back of the table at the back? <laughs> if there's an option to pick food that's further away, I'll always go for the more untouched plate. Definitely yeah. going for the potpourri. And if, <laughs> if there's a bowl that's further away, I'll go for that. And I, you know, it's it, I, I have quite a and it, I have a decent reach. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Deontay. I've got quite a long arm. <laughs> Goes all the way out and back in again. Um, so oh, I do like to minimise the minimise the opportunity for food contamination because it is a prime concern with a buffet. Um, and I don't think I'm actually that bad in terms of food neurosis and food quirks, but it's bad enough that it is a thing. Like people, oh, Stuart doesn't like buffets, like, and I, I don't think I'm that weird. I like surely no one really likes them, but no, there are. I've said this before. These people that just will happily go up and shove all bits of them in all sorts and then into other things. Disgusting, dirty, trampy heathens. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like there's an answer to your issue and MJ's issue, which is Stuart. You need to get to the buffet table first. Yeah. So yeah. then you don't you don't have to worry about MJ going back after you because you've already had your food and also it's not been contaminated contaminated yet. Right. Yeah. So I think what we need to do is we need a campaign that essentially. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't need to be a law. I mean, it just needs to be one of those unspoken rules, an unwritten rule, that in any buffet situation where I am present, the D- DJs across the land need to be told there are two stages to buffet opening. Stage, wow. stage one, Stuart time. Stage two, peasants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you just invented the... Um... Fast lane, fast track buffet. I think I like have. You get like you get a theme park. So you I pay think, extra and I you think, get early access. You get to jump the queues. I think that's what I've done. I think that's what I've done here. Yeah, I've invented a VIP fast lane buffet system where people who I, I do you know what? I'm going to come straight out of it. I'm going to appoint myself as king of the buffet. Um, 
And even though you don't like them, even though I don't like them, I'm going to be king of the buffet. I'm going to rule over the kingdom of buffet with an iron fist. And if I if I decide someone is worth worthy of being of having access to the VIP buffet fast lane, then I will uh, I will induct them into the uh, into the order of the fast lane in, with a an, like a kind of knighting ceremony in my back garden. A baton of French baguette. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, or a foot long, foot long sausage roll from Morrison's. I was just a little bit concerned about the the. Uh, I guess if it's sausage roll, it might have uh, it might stand up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm actually unless I re. This isn't quite buffet, but it it come it extends from it. I'm slightly apprehensive about eating uh, work colleagues' food that they've made, mm. unless I'm very friendly with them and I or I trust them greatly, which is certainly true for some people. Um, th- then that's absolutely fine, um, especially as you can sort of sometimes tell from the presentation anyway. But uh, yeah, I'm apprehensive if I don't know them that well or don't trust them, just because I don't know what sort of weird environment it's been cooked in. Uh, there was some chick that used to chick. Uh, nice, nice use of language. Some chick that I used to work with. Uh, she was like a clean freak, like really, really, really badly a clean freak. Um, and she made sort of her sausage rolls were like famed as like, oh, you have to try this person's sausage rolls. Um, people went mad for them, but uh, they were, yeah. Um, Turns out she used to wash them with bleach. Well, you could taste the cleaning product in them because she used to put the pastry on the on the work surface that she just cleaned. Because she'd clean it each stage of going along. So, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Um, So it's a similar similar sort of thing in a buffet. It's the horror stories at a buffet. Can you imagine at the buffet? Not that I do dip (laughs) because. But certainly, probably because of one of these reasons, not not least because I don't enjoy dips. Um, but when you see, calling back to the the white, the orange, the green dip, when you see the green dip with a with like a swirl of orange in, oh. like a, a pre dip, somewhat. Oh. Yeah, what is that? What? Uh, yeah, it's just a terrible, terrible situation that no one wants to be in. Dirty tramps. Yeah. I have no issue with this particularly. I don't do it, but I if oh, I if I because because I can abide different flavors, I'm happy to, you know, I'm not going to get my knickers in a twist about a minor little bit of Thousand Island in my cheese and herb whatever it is. The oh, Pete you're psycho, that's psychotic. <laughs> Herbert. Incorrect. First, um, Nathan, first they came for for those with food neuroses, and you did not speak out because you did not have food neuroses. <laughs> then, then they came <laughs> for. Is this War of the Worlds? Is... <laughs> no, well, I mean, kind of. If you rearrange the word and take out of the. Yeah. Then they well, then well. they came for those with 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 contamination phobias, and you did not speak out because you did not have contamination phobias. Then they came. I'm just going to go with the next line of the actual poem. Then they came for the Jews, and finally you opened your mouth. You selfish bastard. Because I'm Jewish. Because I'm Jewish. Because you're Jewish. Correct. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, thanks, me then. Um, <laughs> going going off on a minor tangent, we've obviously concentrated heavily on buffet tables, but um, are there any other, say, party? Yeah, generally you see it more at weddings, but sort of alternatives to your buffet that stand out. So, for example, the reason I thought of this was. Um, one of uh, one of our friends got married a few years ago, and rather than having in the evening having a buffet table, they had a hog roast. Yeah, for example. Oh. Um, so that was that was incredible. I think they probably did have a side table for people that were vegetarian or didn't want a hog roast and had some sort of mind stuff. But that was their main. Sorry, sorry. The vegetarian I, people can't have a bread roll of apple sauce in, no. Well, I. I'm just suggesting that maybe they didn't want to buy into the hog roast and stand near a, a dead pig that was being carved in front of them. My understanding um, is if you're a vegetarian, you just eat the crackling, don't you? Because it's not meat. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, they're getting a the better deal because that's it's one of the best bits. This is, this is true. It's not technically flesh, I guess. No. Um, yeah, so have, have, you, have you come across any, or is there any that you would like to see? Because I, I know there's other examples out there that... Uh, the 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 bacon butties yeah. situation oh, right. is 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 always a winner, is it? That's that's great. At a wedding evening, do when they go, it's not it's not going to be a buffet. It's going to be bacon butties and, and and wedges, Nathan, or a oh, or a hog roast or something along those lines, or the um you know the pie and pea supper. Is that, oh yeah. Does, does that does that reach down as far as you two? I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, some it's like a. Big More pine, pine mash, maybe. What? Pine mash. I, no, I understand mash. the concept of, of pie and mash. It's that sorry, dirt, sorry, dirt, mash, mash and pie, dirty cockney filth that you cover in weird green spotty white stuff, um, <laughs> sour cream and chive dip or some watered down. Um, not as sorry. a surely not as a not as a sorry. an evening you... like a buffet situation. Were you just besmirching yes, um, the potato? I was no, I was besmirching liquor. Oh right, okay. Oh, I, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never had it. I've never seen it. So oh, right. I'm just suggesting that pie and mash is a thing down here, and it's it's something that I've heard of at weddings, but not pie and peas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't like peas, but still. <laughs> what, sorry, pi- did you say pie and peas? Yeah. What pie ministers of parliament? Yeah, pie, pie, not pie MPs, pie and peas. Fucking dickhead. Even though I know that that was all forced, it's still you, dickhead. Um, the other one, fish and chips, I've often heard of. Oh, yeah. Would love Cones to go to a wedding. Yeah. I'd love to go to a bloody wedding that had a fish and oh. chip stall in the evening. I went to a wedding where the kids were giving... Uh, fish and chips, little co- little cones of fish and chips uh, as a, a canapé. Uh, and the adults oh. had to have proper canapés. And the kids are walking around with some really quite delicious kind of hand-cut-looking <laughs> fish goujons and chips while I'm munching on a bruschetta. That... Oh, uh, kids can get in the sea. That is... I am livid now. That's the second time I've heard of a situation like that this week. And the first one, I fucking experienced it. I was fortunate enough to go to a, a screening, a screening, a screening panic of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it was like a family screening, so they had lots of um, sort of. It was like a, a, an early screening, so for like 
press and family. Um, so there was loads of pastries and face painting and activities and whatnot and like photo things. Uh, and there was this bloke that walked past me with a tray of Spider-Man face cookies. And I, obviously I immediately thought, well, A, certainly I'm going to try one. Uh, B, I'll, I'll try and even take one home. C, I'm certainly going to get an Instagram. This is going to be a great Instagram post. I actually had to run after him. I was saying to him, Cookie Man, Cookie Man. Um, he f- eventually stopped. And he was going at a, quite a fair lick. A uh, reasonable pace, certainly. I finally stopped him. I said, Cookie Man, can I have a cookie, please? And he said, no, it's for the children only. Sorry? Do the children own the UK's number one food review channel on YouTube? No, they don't, Michael. You do. Well, it's just fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, cookies are only for children. Oh, yes, I forgot that flour and butter and sugar. Don't forget the chemical. Correct. So sea salt flakes. Uh, And the chemical reaction that combines them through the process of science. Oh, I I forgot that was for children only. I should have. I should have. I should have tipped his tray up and grabbed a load of the cookies and thrown them at the children. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Good story, that. Uh, uh, um, how do we feel about desserts and sweet food on the ramen table? <laughs> No, um, yeah, uh, sort of coming full circle almost. Um, what are yeah? What what do you want to see there when you when you go up? What's what's the sort of dessert sitch for you? I prefer an, I prefer question. an individual dessert. For yeah. for example, for example, a delicious looking cupcake. Yeah, obvious one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you sometimes see like the mini eclairs and things like that. You little do. sort of pastries yep. again you are running a little bit of risk with the old fresh cream in there well they don't last very long though do they they're a bit like uh no. wasabi tempura prawns prawns. Or whatever, tempura prawns. Yeah. <laughs> wasabi prawns <laughs> fuck it up <laughs> blow your socks off this is very relevant to uh last week i was in disneyland and we went to a buffet restaurant. And Ooh, they had, well, i went uh, to a screening of an exclusive film Ooh, last week i was in disneyland paris Oh uh, yeah, I've had a good week to be. Ever fair. heard of Channel Five? Oh, look <laughs> at me, Michael Jameson, the life of Michael Jameson. Sorry, you were just sorry. You was you were saying? Yeah, I was talking about my wonderful life. Um, <laughs> yes, and they had they had oh they had some lovely desserts. I have to say. So I've pulled up the photo that's on our Instagram at Frank Grangoober Follow. Um, they had some whole desserts that were sliced up. So they had apple pie. I got a slice of that. Uh, they had a big custard tart. I got a slice of that. Uh, they had a big bowl of creme anglaise to pour over it, so I had uh, poured that over it. Uh, then I tried a mini shoe, short uh, shoe pastry, uh, a, a mini pecan pie tartlet, uh, a cookie, but uh, chiefly among them, and I think most suitable to the buffet situation, are these small, tiny little plastic containers of various uh, sort of easy-to-consume desserts. They had strawberry jelly, very nice. Very fruity, tasted very fresh. Uh, they had mini salted caramel creme caramels. Bloody delicious. Probably the best thing there. And they had mini panna cottas. And all three of them were absolutely delightful. They were very light, so it, uh, it didn't feel heavy like the other products. And whilst the apple pie was of particular note, along with the creme anglaise, 
Uh, I have to say, I enjoyed those three miniaturized pots of, of sort of semi-liquid desserts uh, to the greatest extent. And it was uh, it was really a very nice thing. It's just a shame that at that point of the meal, because I had sort of seven other desserts on that plate, I was pretty full. Otherwise, I would have got maybe 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 three of each of those. That does sound delightful. I'm just trying to kind of visualise that that whole dessert selection. I've just got one question that will help me to visualise it a little bit clearer. You know the miniature shoe pastries? Were they like yeah. a were they like a formal shoe or a casual trainer? <laughs> Pie MPs. Oh, oh. <laughs> Spelled differently, reference. isn't it? That's the yeah. That's the joke. <laughs> well, isn't it? Yeah. Next yeah. time I make a sausage roll, I'm going to make one that looks like a shoe. I'm going to call it shoe pastry. That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> why, is, why a sausage roll? Uh, because they're quite easy to make and I'm probably going to make some soon. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, anyone else got anything to add on this? Uh, I, I don't really like buffets. No, I think we've established that, man. What is it you don't like? Is it, it's just, is it just the sharing with other people? Yeah. Is it literally just yeah, that? Yeah, it's the sharing with other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, enough, I like them, but it's difficult, it's difficult to deny that I'd say probably 80% are fairly disappointing. Yeah. But when you get the 20% with the hot food, with the Costco, the Costco cake, or you're at a decent wedding... Oh, God. Costco cake. I love I love Costco oh, cake. Jesus. I, love Costco I, I will cake. say, um, the place mm-hmm. I was referring to that... Um, <laughs> the place I was referring to that had the halloumi fries, whilst that is... Good, you know, amazing, and actually, a lot of the other food is amazing. What is disappointing is that they give you basically sauces to put your food on, so you are oh, literally, yeah. literally limited to like the tiniest fucking meal unless you want to go up. And actually, they give tiny portions that it runs out, and also they bring the food out at different times. Wow. So literally, you go up there and you go, "Oh, this is nice. I'll have some. I'll have these salumi fries and the this." sandwich and these chips and then you hear somebody go oh this pizza's nice pizza no fucking pizza up there when i went so they're actually a fucking shambles even though they do good good food <laughs> yeah that's, I... that's problematic they're bringing things out at different times that should not happen yeah awful situation yeah yeah uh, i think that's pretty much all i've got In order to grow the Food Review UK podcast, we'd like to ask all our listeners and subscribers to drop us a review on their chosen podcast application. With your help, we can grow the podcast to such an extent that we had no need for the Food Review UK YouTube channel and its owner, Michael Jameson. There is a little favour that we'd like to ask of you. Just head on over to iTunes and leave us a positive review. 1,000 five-star reviews and MJ dies! Hurrah! Michael Jameson, talk to me about social media. Sock man! Well, it's, it's absolutely uh, relevant. Fire. Uh, yeah, there's actually some drama kicking off in the Jameson household right now. Wow. Um, let's see what we've got. So uh, I'll go in order. Luckily, it's one of the first comments. I can uh, explain what's what's happening. Uh, first comment is from the Laminator. Laminator. He's up. Philip Lam. He's up now, Nate, on the diet. How's the diet going, Nate? 
pretty well. I've lost nine and a half kilos in six weeks. Well done. For, for people in England who don't understand what kilos are, that's uh, 20.9 pounds, so basically a stone and a half. Well done. Thank you very much. Then Maddie Mad World has said, I love MJ, and she's put uh, an emoji with the hearts in the eyes and then an emoji blowing a kiss. Um, I assume that's directed at me. Uh, this This has become apparent because my wife has sent me a message uh, uh, with a screenshot of that comment and then apologising for not being... She said, I'm sorry I'm not 23 and single. Oh! Um, <laughs> but married her, so shouldn't feel... Yeah, Maddie, I'm afraid I'm off the table. Very much appreciate the emojis what? and the kind sentiments, but... Uh, How old was Claire when you met her? 16? So she's never been 23 and single. No, correct. I mean, she'd be 23, that. obviously. That would be weird if yeah. she skipped that entire year. She's definitely not been single. There you go. Zed 82. Now, this chick is the owner oh, of... God. There's nothing wrong with saying chick. It's fine. Apart from everything. Ask, hey, her, if she... ask her if she can twerk. <laughs> oh, that's, I got, got flack on Facebook. I got flack on Facebook once for saying check, but I think it's absolutely fine. I mean, does it does it matter how what, what if people tell you that it's not acceptable to say it? Say so, say why it's not acceptable? Because it's demeaning and misogynistic. It's the twenty first century, man. Grow nah, up. it's not. God, call, call God, God forbid you ever have a daughter. I'll call, call a her bit, a check. Call her a bit of fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if I'm going to call bros, my bros, my bras, my dudes... Not the same thing. Not the, not the same thing. Call her, si- call her sister, then. Yeah. My we're dogs. brothers. What about if I'm calling them dogs? I call my dogs my dogs. That's fine. Oh. Are you brilliant? So who's, who are your dogs? You guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are my dogs. You've, never, you've literally never called us dogs. <laughs> Mate, I'm gonna start calling you dogs. It's fine to call a woman a chick. Right, it's not. It's not offensive. I'm sorry, but it's not. The dogs are fine. Insta, so Insta poll. Insta poll. Should MJ start using dogs? Should MJ this stop chick. calling women chicks? She owns an Instagram called something like Food Taylor UK or something. Uh, but this is her personal account. So Edward's 82. She says, "So I'm thinking, mini quiches is the pastry to filling ratio all wrong?" Correct. All pastry, no egg. Is the is, uh, sh- is the preferred way. <laughs> I would argue no pastry, no egg. Quiche is literally just uh, just a. It's just a. What is the point of quiche? It's 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 a cold. It's it's a cold item that can't quite work out if it wants to be a pie or pizza. Well, this really is the perfect week for this episode. I tried quiche for the first time last week. Oh wow! Did you review it on camera? No. What, what were your thoughts then? Um, it was a mozzarella and sun-dried tomato quiche. Now I'm not the biggest fan of sun-dried tomatoes. I find the flavour slightly too intense. Um, <laughs> God, but it Jesus was... Christ! <laughs> what a oh, wet man. wipe! What a wet <laughs> wipe! Man, man who runs biggest food reviewing channel in the country can't handle sun-dried tomatoes. 
<laughs> it was it was okay. It was okay. Two, I two interns. It's turned out tomato. I find I find that most antipasti is just too intense <laughs> for my delicate taste buds. I can't. Clear. 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 Can you can you try these crisps? I don't know what they are. I'm scared they might be sun dried tomato flavour. Clear. Clear. <laughs> Michael, the salt and vinegar. Eat eat fifty one percent of them, Clear. I wouldn't actually eat crisps that were in the same bowl with salt and vinegar due to potential uh, cross-contamination. <sighs> Light cross-contamination. Continue. Tinned mini hot dogs for hot dogs on sticks. Are they wrong or right? <laughs> so <laughs> what? what are we talking about? What's happening? Don't be wrong. <laughs> Tinned mini, Tinned hot, mini dogs. hot dogs for hot dogs on sticks. Prove me wrong. <laughs> what is happening? No, sorry, I'm doing the meme. Change my mind. Tinned mini hot dogs for hot dogs on sticks. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, boss. Yeah. What? Will eat. Will eat. Won't be proud of it. Oh, fine. Yeah, fine. Finn Rogers says, "How many spring rolls can MJ fit up his nose?" Uh I. It depends, because you can sometimes get those really wide ones, can't you? But if they're just the sort of smaller ones, I reckon I can get one up each. One up each nose. Well, I look forward to that Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got two ends, haven't they? Oh, uh, it's not really their fault. Z-82 again. Should whole desserts be on the table like a trifle and gatto from Iceland, or should it just be mini desserts? I think tr- we pretty much kind of Yeah, I think we covered that. Trifle, no. Um, Trifle, that no. you are... I mean, Gatto, at least there's some semblance of logic <laughs> behind how you separate that out. Trifle, yeah. you're asking for fucking trouble. <laughs> Chaos, wouldn't it be? Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, someone comes along. Oh, I don't really like the cream. I'll just take the custard. Oh, what are you fucking doing, mate? <laughs> or a kid sticking their whole hand in there. Oh, uh, uh, trifle, keep that away from my buffet. Pickled onions on the table, yes or no? No. <laughs> Put them in a bowl. Oh. Put them in a bowl. <laughs> Just dotted. Change my mind. Pickled onions should go in a bowl. Change my mind. <laughs> it's like uh, apple bobbin at Halloween. It's a really shit version of a jar of pickled onions. Clear. Can you try these? <laughs> I mean, the, the, the flavour is a bit is a bit too intense for me. The apples are a bit small. <laughs> I the accent, it's not. Uh, bowl of salad, a waste of time on. Yeah, waste, yeah, waste of time, get it away. I, I often I often pick up a bit of the salad only because I feel like people should. Like, I feel like people, if I don't have salad on my plate, I'm going to get judged. It's the weight of expectation. Yeah. Yeah. The weight of expectation is weighing Way forward. forward. Uh, Z32 has gone crazy on this one. Yeah. Crisps in bowls, which flavours are acceptable? Plain. All. 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 No. no. All. Or label it. But even then, no. I don't trust it. <coughs> Salt and vinegar. Nut- nuts on the table or harbingers or. <laughs> nuts. Nuts on the table or harbingers of urine traces? I, I vaguely understand what's going Harbingers. I tend to not put mine on the table just because <laughs> I think if you're someone who makes such a fuss about food contamination for you to just mess, just run, 
run your testes along the edge of the buffet as you believe your plate is sending out the signals. <laughs> and they are definitely harbingers, harbingers of urine contamination. You can't just stop moving in the buffet line. And then that creates a situation where you're pulling your testicles along, and that creates a situation where you might be dragging the tablecloth off. Oh dear. Egg mayo, love or hate? Hate. Uh, you've missed one, haven't you? Cold, cold, cold pizza. Pe- cold pizza. Yeah, I'm actually changing the order for comedic effect, mate. Alright, egg mayo, love <coughs> or hate? Love. Cold pizza slices, yes or no? I personally don't really like cold pizza that much. <coughs> I prefer pizza bites. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, not fast. <laughs> Cheese board, unnecessary or a goddamn must? Not part of a buffet. You often see it though. You shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I'm not bread fast. Stick. I, I just like that. I like that breadsticks. Question mark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Certainly, if there's a dip. Oh, it's weird though because. Like I say, we don't. We're not fussed about. We don't want dips, but we're happy to have a breadstick. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I have a breadstick there. To be fair, mm. correct. Correct. Um, cool. Busk 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 says the best dip on the buffet table. Sort hummus. of thing would come. Yeah, you love a bit of hummus, don't you? Uh, Binsky says. To say I'm positively foaming for your dismal organisation error on the previous podcast is a gross understatement. What? You have discarded the bond we collectively shared and demolished my number one dream to have Chode read my question. It's a shambles to say the <coughs> least. I don't really know what he's going on about. We haven't had Chode on the show. He comes on in January. I've got no I'm... idea what this is about. I'm not certain. It might be something to do with the fact that when I put the post up on Instagram, I put it as episode number 32. Now, this episode is episode 32. Uh, but what Olish Plinsky doesn't know is that they commented on the previous episode after we recorded it. But I don't know how they know that they did it after we recorded it. Because I, okay. I don't think we said anywhere. Yes, I did. I told them. Oh, fine. Well, that explains that then. Yeah. Uh, Bear says, cheese and pineapple, does it really need to be a thing? I like it. It's very old-fashioned, yeah. but I, I enjoy a bit of cheese and pineapple. I personally wouldn't eat it, but that's only because blocks of cheese freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, 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 can you check... Can you take this? This someone's put out a grapefruit, covered it in tin foil, and stuck some some cocktail sticks with blocks of cheese. Claire, I'm scared. Claire, can, can someone you... someone do an impression of me where there's like the cheese on cocktail sticks, but it's got a sun dried tomato on there as well. <laughs> no, <coughs> we're not performing monkeys, mate. Correct. 
Claire, can you shred this cheese, please? <laughs> I can't. I can't handle too much at a time. I can't even just bite it off. I find it. It's intimidating. It's too. It's too intimidating. Oh, Claire! I don't understand this accent. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Olish Plinsky also says, also, where the fucking fuck has Nate's sound bites gone? <coughs> yeah, Nate. Hashtag shambles, hashtag fuck fuck, hashtag for the people. Uh, they will be back in 2019. Wow. Shelby X has said, Brie and barbecue brisket is a good duo. Uh, do you prefer hot or cold food? Well, I think we've covered that. Hot. And uh, Soufs has said, should buffet food be only one or two bites max? If it's more than that, just ain't buffet food or nah. And mm. cold pizza is just no, but every bloody buffet has it. I think that's a point, actually. Once things start getting to be more than one or two bites, is it really a buffet anymore? When we're, when we're in one of those bacon butty situations, or a hog roast, well, that's not really a buffet. Mm, that's a... That's yeah. a that that's a meal that you queue for i'd say that's true uh i'd also say i love um uh i love chicken goujons but i'd say they're at least three bites really Claire, handle too big a goujon. Claire, me goujons are too big oh i can't i can't eat them in two Claire, could you have a? Could you just bite the ends off for me so that I can? Claire, can you feed me like a mother bird feeds its? Will you, Claire? Will you pre-chew my goujons and spit them into my mouth? <laughs> oh, if nothing else, this episode is just. <laughs> Giving us the most amazing MJ character. <laughs> it's bullying in a many way. <laughs> in a in a many way. Claire, uh, Nathan and Stuart me. have been picking on me. They keep saying that I moan all the time and I run to you with all my problems. <laughs> Uh, there's one more comment on Instagram, which is from Edwards82. They're just saying, uh, reply to the soofs about the cold pizza, saying it's always the first to go. Uh, allow me to just uh, carefully check f- uh, Facebook to see if we've got any on there. Did we have any on there? I sort of didn't see. I don't think so. There was obviously that message from Eric, um, which I can find for you if you wish. Yes, please. Um, and then... I just insist upon it. I can I can do my own social media question. Although it wasn't too much of a question, and also I don't really understand it. He said, Eric King, this is, said, buffet party foods, crock pot meatballs simmering in a mixture of barbecue sauce and grape jelly, lazy, gross, or brilliant. I mean, I mean that sounds fantastic. I've never seen it. No, I, I mean, I, I, again, I... I think that once you get to a situation where you've got those, like a great big slow-cooked chilli or similar thing, I think you're stepping away from the traditional buffet into mm. a better form of party food. What, it, that, you know, that's where some, you go to a party and what they've done is they've done a great big, they've done a great big pan of chilli, a great big pan of veggie chilli, load of rice, garlic bread, they've got some nachos, all that kind of stuff. 
and you, you're eating standing up. That's the only thing it's got in common. You serve yourself and you eat standing up. Um, yeah. But it's not really a buffet, is it? Nah. It's I don't know what that's... It's better. I don't know what the, the specified um, conditions are to make it a buffet. It certainly isn't party food, but whether it still comes under buffet, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what buffet means, whether it just means serve yourself or whether it means, you know, I one think, or two I, bites. I, I, think it has to, I think it has to be a combination of serving yourself and bite-sized. But I'm certainly with you. I do I do mm. sort of see that there is a there is a slight distinction between the two because, yeah, yeah it's... Um, um, <laughs> uh, Sorry, just complete tangent to the show. Um, Man City conceded in the 85th, uh, 85th minute. Yep, correct. That's tickled me. Um, <clears throat> Brilliant. And I bet Laporte was on like a fucking 100% record before then. Uh, I don't believe Laporte has played tonight, Michael. Yeah, he has played, so I'm getting two points from my captainship of him. Has he? Captainship. Uh, uh, he came on as a sub in the 89th minute, so you're only getting one <laughs> point, mate. Yeah, but I've captained him. All right, so yeah, you get yeah. two points. Yeah, well done. Um, I think that's it then. Um, that's it for social media. That's it. That's it for our show, I believe. I don't think anybody got anything else they want to share before we um, disappear into the night. Claire, I've put Emmerich Laporte as my captain on fantasy football, <laughs> and he he's failed to make an impact against a side that Man City should really have been really have been doing serious damage to. Claire, will you take over managing my fantasy football team? I'll do it anymore. <sighs> well, with with that beautiful tone of voice. Um, that is our show. Thank you very much for listening. This I don't know I don't know if you've enjoyed it as much as we have, but I think certainly Stuart and I have had a fucking cracking time. I'm not so sure about Michael. Um but thank you very much for joining us. As I say, this is our penultimate show of the year. We have one more show in two weeks time with uh, David Goss as guest, which is the aforementioned, aform advertised uh Christmas cracker episode. Just a reminder. Get your cast. get your comment. Email. Yep. Frontcast at gmail.com um, or look out on social medias for the post which will be coming up soon. We would love all of your questions, even though you seem to not want to give them to us. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, boys, for joining me. Thank you, Nathan. Michael? You? He's frozen. Okay. Well, I don't know whether he's there or not because he's been upset. That by the the you know the impersonations of him, but um, if he's if he is there, then I love you, Michael, and please don't take it personally. If you're not there, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Good night. Bye. <laughs>